0: Hi friend, I'm so excited that you are here listening today. I want to dive in to talking about something that truly changed my life, my mindset, my business, all the things, and it is known as budgeting. But before you hit stop or try to skip this episode, I really want to invite you to tune in especially because one, a lot of you told me that you want more finance tips. You want more business and life conversations. And so I really want to talk about money, finances, money mindset, all of those things, because I know the importance of a healthy mindset when it comes to money. And when you have a negative money story or when you have never really sat down to think about why you believe what you believe, um it, it's just crucial. And I really want to have inviting conversations. Um, but today, we're not going to get to the deep stuff. I just simply want to talk about budgeting in business in life, kind of give you a place to start, um, invite you to dive in. Truly, there's no better time than right now. And then my hope is that I'll be able to bring you more people on the show that can really help us do that deep work and really ask ourselves why we believe the way that we do, why we make certain choices, and things like that. And this truly will, I promise you, impact your business and your life more than you could ever imagine. So, let's dive into budgeting for business and life. I started my budgeting journey Probably almost two years ago, I'd say. It's been about, yeah, I would say it's been like a year and a half, maybe two years at this point. And I just got to a point where I just felt like I needed more control. That's one thing about me. Um, I I will just go ahead and admit, I tend to be a little bit of a control freak, I like to, let me put it this way. It bothers me (laughs) letting my kids try and unload the dishwasher or let alone load it because for me, I'm just like, that's just not the best way to do it. And so let me just do it. Thanks for wanting to help, but I'll just do it myself. I don't know if any of you can relate, but that is me. I'm trying to get better. I really am working on it. But all that being said, I felt like I wanted to take control of my finances because I felt like at that point, my finances truly had a hold of me. They had a hold of my emotions. They had a hold of my security, my sense of security. They had a hold of my mind. So I would constantly be thinking about like what bills need to get paid, how much debt am I currently in and all of that. So I just decided you know what, I'm going all in. And I am an all in or nothing type of person. So I'm either all for it or I'm all out. I don't know why that's just me. Again, something else that I am working on. But I decided to go all in with budgeting. And I'm so glad that I did. And so I want to tell you, there's a couple of resources. The biggest resource for me at the time that I made this decision was to follow the budget Mom. And then there were a couple other smaller accounts and people that I would follow as well and I actually had some friends that were walking this budgeting and finance journey at the same time so I would watch what they were doing. And then basically I just took bits and pieces and really decided to kind of create my own thing to follow but I would say I am closely related my process I'd say is probably pretty close to the budget mom there's just a few tweaks that I had to change because some of it was not applicable to me um and and that you're going to find that with any process that you have about anything there's always going to be something that you're going to want to to tweak for your own life and business so let's talk about budgeting Budgeting, when I used to hear that, I used to immediately be like, why would anyone want that restriction in their life? Why would you want to limit yourself? Why would you want to live such a simple life and miss out on life's greatest joys? So that was my prior mindset. And what I found through budgeting is not only is it the smartest thing you can do for yourself, but also it completely has given me so much freedom. I no longer have emotions or a sense of security tied to the money in the bank or the debt that I was trying to pay off. I I now look at everything as like neutral and I have a plan in action and i have realistic due dates for certain things and i get to celebrate myself as i make accomplishments so before i started budgeting i probably the most i probably had ever seen in the bank at one given time this would be savings and a checking account i would say would maybe be a little under $10,000 probably not very often either so before i was budgeting I pretty much was trying to keep it, trying to keep five to $10,000 in the bank um, just because of savings and again, that sense of security. I always felt like if I didn't have that much saved up, put in the bank, whatever, that I didn't have enough, that I needed to be stressed out, all the things. So after budgeting, right? So when you think of a budget, again, a lot of us, think restriction. We're in this tight space. We can only like everything has a limitation. And while that's true, what you're actually doing is again, you are mapping out what you want your life to look like, where you want your money to go, what debt you want to disappear first, and then build up savings while you're paying off debt at the same time. So as I'm walking this journey, I've had so many wins. I definitely have fallen off the horse a time or two, but to be honest, where I'm sitting at today, I don't think this would have happened if it wasn't for me really getting clear and budgeting, really getting clear and doing that deep work on my money story, really, you know, getting super close to God and having him walk me through this budgeting journey, but this is something that has, I mean, literally has transformed my life and my business. So where do you start when you want to budget? Well, first of all, just simply start with the commitment, the commitment that you're going on this budgeting journey so that you can have freedom and you can create this lifestyle and opportunities that you want. So prior to budgeting, going on trips looked like hustling my butt off, saving money super, super quick, and then going on the trip. And a lot of times I would get distracted and I would never save up enough and then the vacation never came, right? Never went on vacation, never took a trip, never spent that money that I was trying to save up for myself. I always had to turn around and spend it on something else. And since budgeting, that's how we've been able to go on weekend family trips. That's how I've been able to go on, you know, vacations with my husband. And so budgeting truly will give you freedom in your life. And for some of you, you're like, I I don't even care about the vacation. I would just love to literally not be living paycheck to paycheck, penny to penny, session to session. And you know what? I get it, because I've been there too. And that, and if you want that, you really do want that cushion, you want more opportunities, then budgeting is for you. So step one, commit to budgeting, and write out, seriously, write this out so that you can have a reminder for yourself every single day, because there's gonna be seasons where it is so hard to stick to budgeting. But if you do and you get to the other side, you will be so proud of yourself. It does something to you mentally, spiritually, physically. I mean, it just does. It it just does. And it is amazing. So step one, commit. Number two, find the budgeting system that works best for you. There are a couple of different ones out there, okay? Some do the paycheck by paycheck method, which if you have a full-time or a part-time job or you're pretty consistent in your photography business, even if you're only doing two sessions a month, but you consistently are getting two sessions a month, then you might consider doing that, which is the budget mom teaches to that. But there's also other... Um, processes, systems, whatever, that are more for like the entrepreneurial life. So those of you that there's no consistent income, maybe you're a small business owner, maybe you and your spouse own a small business, then you might wanna go a little bit of a different route. Um, And then inside of that, there's going to be different budgeting systems that also allow you to pay off debt. And there's three different methods there, but I'm not gonna overwhelm you. I want you to do the research I'm just giving you the resources that I have. Um, And right now, I am mostly using the Budget Mom. I have her planner. So every month, I'm writing down, going through bills, going through what am I going to do with the extra, how much debt are we paying off, which, by the way, I am very, 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 very close to um, being debt-free minus the car payment and uh, the house payment, so those two things are not considered bad debt. They are actually considered, I don't even think the word's good debt. I really don't know what to call it, but it it helps you. Like It's debt that pretty much everybody accrues at some point in their life. Um, What they're calling quote-unquote bad debt would be student loans, which is what I have left, Uh, credit cards, let's see what else, Uh, other bad debt. It's mainly just like things that you didn't have to necessarily charge um, or things that are really high in interest. So that's anything you have a payment plan on that you have had to take a loan out for. That's kind of what they're calling bad debt, I guess. Um, Minus like, again, the vehicle and a home because those are two tools that everybody pretty much needs and has. So um, that's a little bit about the debt stuff, but when it comes to budgeting, so step three, I'd say after you have committed, after you found the process that you want, step three is to do what works for you, okay? So make tweaks to those systems. Decide, when will you have finance check-ins? Decide, am I going to pay things with cash? Or am I going to open up a couple different checking accounts to make sure that I don't overspend this month? You really have to decide. And it goes back to the limitations and the restrictions, right? Budgeting does create freedom and it creates so many good things. But you also have to make sure that in the beginning you do have boundaries. That you do have very strict I would say very strict boundaries for yourself. Very, very strict rules to follow so that you don't give in in the very beginning. I would say the hardest times to stick to budgets are in the very beginning when you commit. I'd say month one and two. And then major holidays. And then any time that you start to feel like you're slipping backwards. Those would be the hardest times. The rest of it it becomes a routine it becomes the new way of life and it it will change everything for you so okay so let me take you behind the scenes what does it look like for me when i'm budgeting okay so by the time that you are hearing this we are pretty much in fall season And what I do is right before a new month starts, so typically the last week of whatever month we're in, so let's say um, that this is September, okay, so at the very last week of August, what I'm doing is I am preparing for the month of September. So what do I do? I write out all of the bills that we pay, okay, for our home, so I do all the personal bills, all the personal life things, and then... I will do another list of all the business things that I have. Okay, so this is paying team members. This is business-related expenses. So there's certain things like my student course portal. I have to pay a monthly payment on that to keep that active so people have access to their content. Um, I pay the Creative Cloud membership every month. I pay the um, the gallery hosting site every month. So all of those things goes in the business category. So these are things that you know you are paying every single month. Like These are your actual has to be paid no matter what. So you have a personal list and a business list. And then what I do after I write all of that out then I go to the next thing. So then I'm then I'm thinking categories. What are other categories that don't have the same payment every single month that I still need? The best example here would be gas and groceries. So I want you to think of this as envelopes because before the pandemic I was doing the envelope system where I would go to the bank, I'd get cash out of the bank, and then I would have a set of envelopes and each envelope would get its budgets, money in there, okay? So like for groceries, if I was like, we're gonna do $400 a month on groceries, I'd put $400 in the grocery envelope and then I would put $100 in the gas or whatever, okay? So just simple math there. So what are the other things? Some of you might need a kid's envelope. If you have older kids that are typically always asking, like, can I have lunch money? Can I have, can I go to the movies with my friends? Then that could be its own separate envelope. You could have one for uh, your home. So if like, if you really enjoy buying new things for your home or on a business sense, if you really enjoy having a client closet and you love purchasing at least one or two things for it every single month, Budget that in. Give yourself $100 or $200, whatever that looks like, a month. And that is all you can spend toward that client closet. Now, what this does, like, again, budgeting to me, it used to mean like, oh my gosh, it's so restrictive. Why would anybody do this? But what you do and how you get over feeling like you are super constricted to what you have to do and what you can't have and you know basically it's kind of like when you're grounded and you have a stronger desire than ever to want to get out and go do something you know so what you do is you have if you love to shop if you love clothes then you better give yourself some fun money every single month to where you can go ahead and fuel that desire without going overboard. I hope that makes sense the way that I described it. So again, I go through all of the bills that are the same every single month no matter what. Then I go down to these categories, these envelope categories, if you will. Um, and then I allot the money that I'm going to put in to those categories. And then the last one is if I have money left over, what saving, what am I saving up for? Okay. So for me, for a long time, it was, let's throw extra money at debt. So let's pay off a credit card. Let's, um, throw extra toward a student loan, whatever that looked like. So you, your extra savings could be just to pay off extra debt payment. Savings could be holidays. So if you want to save for Christmas, if you want to save for your kid's birthday, if you want to save for a vacation, the, all of those things. Okay. So that's the way that it goes. So it goes bills and then it goes extra categories like groceries or gas or whatever the case may be. And then finally over here with savings and extra debt payment. If And that's if you have money left over. And so what you want to do, and this is where I had to tweak the budget mom to fit me. So because I, I don't have a consistent paycheck, right? Because I don't have a consistent paycheck income every single month, what I want you to do is I want you to look back at the last six months of data that you have, okay, so the last six months, and I want you to look at how much money did I make in the last six months, like each month, which one was a high month, which one was a low month, and then what's the average? What is the average or what is the lowest I've ever brought in up to this point of income in a 30 day period. And what you're going to do is you're going to pick either the average of the six months or the lowest month that you had income coming in and that is going to be your starting budget. Why do we do this? The reason we do this is because I would rather you have more money left over after than for you to be scrambling to meet all of the payments that you've listed out. And so in the beginning, when you're budgeting, you're like, oh my gosh, this is awful. Like, I feel like I'm barely making a dent in in my goals, right? I feel like I'm never going to make more money. But what you'll notice is that over time, you will... Be able to allocate more money. You're going to have months that you will blow your own mind and be like, oh my gosh, like I tripled last month's income. Now we can really like hit our savings goal, or now we can really completely pay off that credit card or completely close out that student loan account, right? Or we can get three months ahead on our car payment. So there's so many different ways that you can do this, but I'm telling you, budgeting <laughs> is seriously the best thing for your business and your life. And the greatest thing is, again, I'm just going to, I'm gonna tell you why I believe budgeting is so important other than the fact that it will completely like change you in all the ways that I mentioned previously. But also, I take it back to God will trust you with, with more, if you can show him that you can be trusted with little. And I totally butchered that. But basically, if you can be trusted with the little that you have, with everything that you have right now, then you will be, you will be elevated into new levels. God will begin to be able to trust you with more. Okay. And I know, and not everybody, I know not everybody listening to this believes in that, but I just, I needed a pullback too and tell you that I very much think that my budgeting is absolutely a spiritual journey. Why? Because it is so often that we, a lot of, if you think about it, what's one of the reasons that you're stressed on like a regular basis? If you really dig deep, it comes back to security and finances almost every single time. And so we have to be very careful with where we put our trust, and how we manage our money. And that's just for, honestly, that's just for everybody, right? The way that you manage your money will absolutely come through in all areas of your life. So, okay, I hope that you're geeking out over the budgeting as much as I am. I'm really going to do my best to show up more in my Instagram stories, take you guys behind the scenes um, on my Finance Friday which let me explain what that means really quickly. So um, every other Friday, um, I used to do this every Friday, but um, I'm going to try to be doing this bi-weekly. So every other Friday, I will have a meeting with myself, if you will. And I will basically go to the bank statements and put them into my income and or my profit and loss spreadsheet, which I'm going to link that in the show notes. And then if you're listening on a platform and you can't find the show notes, come to the Facebook group and I'll drop the link there for you. Okay. Um, but this is the Katie Farrow spreadsheet. And what I do with the profit and loss is I literally will go in and I'll document, you know, Half the month, I'll go see like how much income has come in, how many things have I paid for, and then, you know, kind of where, where am I at? What, am I close to my goal? How much expenses do I have? Am I even profiting this month? All of that. And these really help keep me on track as well. And it really helps me see, is my budget helping me make a difference? And you know, what, what does it look like this month? Right? So if you are wanting that tool, I will link it here in the show notes for you. And again, if you can't find it, pop over to Instagram, pop in the Facebook group. We'll definitely get you that link. It is seriously probably the number one tool I use the most. That I've only had to pay one time for so it's a one-time payment and it's yours for lifetime, which is amazing So I will definitely get that tool in your hands if you want one But I hope you again, I hope you're geeking out over budgeting I hopefully you didn't tune out of this episode because I Love talking money finances budgeting all the things because it truly is what can help transform you It's really not about what is your paycheck? How big is the paycheck? It's about how are you allocating that paycheck and what are you doing with the money that you're given? Because we can all be given a $5,000 paycheck, but at the end of the day, if, you, if we all came back together in a circle and we're like, well, how did you spend it? It would look completely different for everybody and you would be able to see some people grew their money or let it stretch a lot longer and some people blew it in like day one. So, all right guys, I will catch you on the next episode.